Hey there, welcome to the Remnant Warriors Rise podcast. I'm so glad that you're with me today. I'm Larry Shankel, and in this episode, we're going to continue to talk about the supernatural God, the things of God, the supernatural things of God that God wants to move in your life in a powerful, powerful way. And if you haven't already, I just encourage you to subscribe uh, over on YouTube channel. You can do that, subscribe, uh, and that way we stay connected and we're able just to uh, be a part of what God is doing together. So subscribe, also share the episodes. That also helps us to just take the message further. Hey, there is power in your testimony. If God has done something great in your life as you've listened to the podcast, maybe you've given your life to Jesus, maybe he's healed you or delivered you, whatever it is God's done, I really want to know. There is power in your testimony. Drop a line in the comments and let us know what God's doing for you so that we can share that with other people. So we're talking about the supernatural God, and I want to in particularly focus on a passage from 2 Timothy, right? So Paul writes this book of 2 Timothy, and Timothy is a young convert of, of Paul's. So he's accepted Jesus uh, under Paul's ministry, and that's who Timothy is. And Paul takes some time to write uh, Timothy a couple of letters, First and Second Timothy. So in Second Timothy um, chapter 1, uh, beginning at verse 6, here's what Paul says to Timothy. He says, therefore, I remind you to stir up, stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Okay, so we're going to get to a, a, a scripture in just a minute that's kind of a famous scripture. It's actually right after this one. But I want to give that scripture some context, all right, because you'll know when I read it, probably you've heard it before. But Paul says just previous to it in verse six, I remind you, you know, Timothy, stir up the gift of God that is in you, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. In other words, um, there was an impartation of the Holy Spirit that was given to Timothy by Paul laying his hands on him, praying for him. There was a supernatural gift of the Holy Spirit that resided inside of him and an operation of God that the Lord wanted to do inside of him. So as we talk about the supernatural God, um, here's what I want to say first. Stir up. We have to stir up. There is something inside of us, right? As a believer uh, in the body of Christ, the Bible says the Holy Spirit has given to every man a gift, given to every believer a gift, a gift of the Spirit. And we can choose to use those gifts or we can set those gifts aside. But he's placed them in us for the building up of the body of Christ so that people are built up in their faith. And we won't go into each gift and there's uh, nine different gifts and they're all vital and important. But what I want to say is this, we've got to begin to stir up what's on the inside of us. God put something in you for a reason and for a purpose. And you may think you're not gifted. You may think there's nothing in you that's of any value. But I'm going to tell you, if you're a believer in Jesus, and especially you're part of this remnant, there is a valuable uh, deposit from the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And whether the world and culture believes in the supernatural God or not, we know that there is a supernatural God who is desperately reaching out to people to save them, to reach them, to help them, to heal them. We definitely believe in the healing power of God. And so the church is the body of Christ, literally the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, we've got to do everything in our power 
to stir up what's on the inside of us. So in other words, Jesus works through you. He works through his body. He works through you. And if I don't stir up what's on the inside of me, that God has placed there through his spirit, listen, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be impacted by what God has placed in me for other people. So he encourages Timothy, stir it up, what he's placed, his gifts, um, the calling of God. Every person, every believer is called to do something in the kingdom of God. Now, you may not be called to be a preacher or a pastor or an evangelist or a teacher or something like that, and maybe you are, but everybody's called to do something and to fill in somewhere God has a purpose and a plan for you. You need to stir it up and you need to get into it. Now, with that being said, I want to I want to say this next verse. I want to read this next verse that probably you've heard. Uh, it's a very famous verse, I would say. So 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let me read that one more time. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And if you've heard that verse or know that verse, to me, a very familiar verse, um, we a verse that we will speak about with our children, right? When they're uh, afraid at night, a verse that we'll speak about when we're going through difficulties and seasons um, that would tend to uh, lend themselves to fear or being afraid of the unknown. And certainly it applies that way. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I want us to take that scripture in context because what Paul said was this. He said, Timothy, all right, I'm going to paraphrase. Timothy, there, there's a gift of God, a gift of the Holy Spirit, a calling of God on the inside of you. And God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. So don't be afraid to step out and use what's on the inside of you. Timothy, as a young Christian, may have had a fear of stepping in to the supernatural realm of faith and trust, right? He may have been afraid of stepping into those things, and maybe because he didn't want to fail God, maybe because he didn't want to make a mistake, maybe because he didn't want to do something or say something that he shouldn't do or say, and all those things are very, you know, they're valid. No one wants to make mistakes. No one wants to disappoint anybody. Certainly, I don't want to disappoint the Lord. But what Paul is saying is this, Timothy, there's something inside of you and, and, and the fear that you're feeling or the apprehension you're feeling about stepping into that call or about stepping into that gift, that's not from God. No, God has not given you that spirit of fear. He's given you power, love, and a sound mind. So why don't you go ahead and step in? Why don't you go ahead and let God do what he's trying to do in your life? Why don't you go ahead and, and, and do that? Uh, and I want to say this, right? Um, with everything that's spiritual and supernatural concerning the Lord, there's first of all an element of trust. We have to trust God, um, not only for the things of our daily life, and we all probably get that. Give us this day our daily bread. You know, we trust God for those things. We understand the importance of trusting God um, for salvation hopefully, surely, um, that we can't save ourselves, 
But we absolutely need the power of God to come in and do the work in our life. And so we trust God for those things. But there's another element of trust. It's the element of trust in actually stepping out into the supernatural. Too many Christians set back on the sidelines or they sit on the seat at church and they never do anything except allow God to pour into them through messages and worship and all these kinds of things. But they never pour out or step out or allow God to do anything in their life because of fear. Timothy was afraid. He said, you step out, stir up what's inside of you. You use the gift of the Holy Spirit. You operate in the gift of the Holy Spirit. You allow the supernatural power of God to live and move and work on the inside of you because you don't have fear. God's not giving you that spirit. He's giving you the Holy Spirit, power, love, and a sound mind. So trust me, Timothy, and step out into what God placed inside of you. There is this idea of divine risk that the Lord brings to my mind, divine risk. And really, I guess at first thought that may not make sense to you, you know, but as we step into new things or new territory, um, certainly spiritual things that we haven't done before, um, there's an element of divine risk. How is this going to work? And divine risk can even involve elements of the unknown, things that's just foreign or unfamiliar to us. God, how is this going to work? For example, all right, God has been pressing on me probably over the past two years, um, this, this um, gift of healing. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. Gift of healing. That he wants me to begin to operate and move in this area of healing and laying hands on people, seeing them healed, praying for their healing, calling out their healing, um, commanding in the name of Jesus, healing and deliverance. And there's a divine risk there. <laughs> for one, it's sort of foreign. If that's something you've never done, it's it's foreign. It's It's unknown. How does this work? How does this feel? How does this operate? But there's also this divine risk of, will I make a mistake? Will I do this right? Will I say this right? Lord, will I be pleasing to you in this? Because if your heart's where it should be, you're not just concerned with making a mistake in front of people. You know, really, we're always, we're all going to make mistakes. But we don't want to misrepresent the Lord. And we don't want to make a mistake where God is concerned, we want him to be pleased with us. And so even myself, as I've stepped out into this and begin to, to, to pray for people in different ways and begin to open up my heart to listen to Holy Spirit in different ways, there's been an element of divine risk of, uh, that you've got to just work through. And you've got to just deal with, and you've got to understand that you're a human, and and you may not always hear everything right, and you may not always make the right decision in the moment. But as one author that I read said, um, he said, I can guarantee you this, 100% of people that you don't pray for to be healed, you know, they're not going to be healed, all right? If you don't ask God for that, if you don't do that, it's just simply not going to happen. And so whatever your gifting, calling is from the Holy Spirit, I can guarantee you 100% of the time that if you don't stir it up and step out into it, it's not going to work. 
You've got to make that move. You're the hands and feet of Jesus. So there's an element of divine risk. And stepping into the supernatural realm of faith will always involve that divine risk. It's a divine, risky trust. Does that make sense? I don't know. But that's what it is. It's a, it's a divine risk that involves trust that if you're stepping out on a limb, so to speak, to be obedient to God, that God's he's not going to let you fall. If your heart is as it should be, the Bible says, keep your heart with all all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life, that if you're keeping your heart with all diligence and your motives are right and things are right, that as you step out and you trust God, even though there's a divine risk, God's not going to let you fall. Why? Because the character and nature of God is goodness and faithfulness. God will be faithful to you as you're obedient to him. God's going to be good to you. He's he, he gives us our breath. He gives us the next heartbeat. He's good to us, whether we believe him or not. He gives us life. But certainly if you're a believer and you're trying to actively seek uh, and pursue the things of God, the character of God comes into play. And that supernatural God who is pressing you and pushing you to move forward into a new um, realm, so to speak, He's going to be there to take you up and to help you in every area. So I'm telling you what Paul told Timothy, stir up, stir up what God put in you. Don't be afraid. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound mind. Why a sound mind? A sound mind so we can hear the things of God. We can hear the voice of God. We can, we can know and understand what God wants us to do so that we can be obedient to that right? Trust involves risk. It's always going to, and I believe that the Lord is challenging the church right now to step into. He's challenging the remnant. If you're listening to this podcast, it's most likely because you feel like you're part of that remnant. You're part of that tribe. You're part of that group of people who you feel like that God has something for you in this last day hour, and you desperately want to be a part of the revival and the move of God that's coming on the scene on planet Earth. You want to see people saved, healed, set free, and delivered. You want to be in the midst of that, and you don't just want to be a spectator, but you want to be a participant in it. But to participate, to get involved, to be active in it means you've got to step in and God is challenging us. He's challenging you right now to step in and be obedient in some of those areas where um, there is that divine risk. So do it. Now, let me just go on. Let me read a few more verses, okay? Hang with me here. Because in verse 8, Paul sort of begins to shift and he starts to, to use himself as an example to Timothy. He wants to encourage him. He says, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Uh, Verse number nine says, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, um, which was given us in Christ before time began. He goes on, but now has been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who was abol- who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Now, here's, here's where I'm trying to get to. Paul says, for I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded 
that he's able to keep what I've committed to him until that day. I know whom I have believed. So Paul is saying to Timothy, the things that I'm saying to you, stir up this gift. Don't be afraid. Step in. Use me as an example, Timothy. I've been through some hardships. I'm in prison right now. I've been through some trials and some fire, but I know who I have believed. I know that Jesus is good. I know that God is good. I know his character. And I'm persuaded by the character of God that those things of my life I've committed to him, God will keep until the day he returns or until the day I meet him. And finally, he says, hold fast the pattern of sound words, which you heard from me in faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing, which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. So what's been committed to you, Timothy, stay a hold of that. Keep it. Allow God to move in it. Don't be afraid of divine risk. Take a step. I want to pray for you, okay? If you're listening right now, here's here's the application. We need to take a step. We need to take the risk. Take the leap. Stir up the gift of God. So let's pray. Father, I pray for my friend that's watching right now. Lord, I pray, God, that you would stir up. Lord, use this simple podcast to speak a life-giving message into them. Lord, to stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of them that you've placed there through the Holy Spirit. God, give them faith and courage to take a divine risk and step out in faith, God, into the things of God, into what you would uh, want to do in their life. Lord Jesus, realizing that we trust in the living God who is never going to let us down. God, raise up your remnant in this last day hour. And Father, we give you praise because you're worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me today. Thanks for being with me on this broadcast and being part of this journey with me. Again, I just want to encourage you, if you haven't already, subscribe. You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or my website, remnantwarriorsrise.com. Until next time, be blessed.